Now on Racing HQ, here's Richard Callender from Racenet with the latest racing news. Yeah, good. always good on a Tuesday to talk with uh, Richie, Richard Callender, and he was out there yesterday at uh, Dubbo. Good morning, Richard. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, everybody. Yeah, also great uh, just to hear Brett Preble then on the program, mate. Uh, hasn't he come to Sydney and he's sort of uh, taking those opportunities he can get? Uh, obviously, he said, you know, right place, right time. He gets on red resistance, but we're going to see, keep seeing his name pop up over the carnival, aren't we? Oh, there's no doubt he's a quality rider, Brett. He's proven that. He's ridden Golden Slipper winners. He's ridden around the world. He's he's as good as there is. And, um, you know, sometimes a change of scenery it's like a holiday, a new lease of life. And, and it's good to see Brett back at the races. And, you know, with that bounce in his step, he's keen, he's eager, he's at the riding track work, and he's turned up at the race meetings, and he's just uh, keen to please. So, uh, you know, it's exciting for Sydney Racing to have Brett in the, in the riding ranks, that's for sure. It certainly is, mate. How was your day out there yesterday at Dubbo? Uh, there was sort of that constant sort of drizzle, but uh, I thought that track played uh, really well, mate. I was really impressed for Ticket to Anywhere in the last for Brett Robb. Uh, that was my best bet of the day, David. Uh, yeah, might have tipped more than half the program. But anyway, that's another matter. Um, just wait for one of those. Wait for one of those. What promo. The promo. Wait for that promo one day. Like Nick Wallace was doing his best, wrapping me up every race. I tipped the winner, but it, uh, just it does. I don't think they've got the uh, the audio on there in the uh, in the promo suite. Uh, no, look, it was a good day yesterday. I spent most of the day on the phone actually, <laughs> and so uh, with a lot of things happening. But uh, no, it was uh, a good day's racing. He's one of the shining lights in our racing industry, young Sam Fitzgerald, the um, CEO uh, out there at uh, Dubbo. He's he gets it. He's very, very clever. He's well-educated. And, uh, yeah, he'll be a star in the industry, Dave, when you and I are long gone. Well, speaking of that bit of movement there, I mean, we had, obviously, that announcement last week of Jack Penfold leaving Taree, and he's heading back home to be the uh, the CEO there at Tamworth, which is a great uh, great coup for Jack and yeah. his family. Yeah, I think it's a good coup, too, for us, that um, the CEO at Tamworth. Um, um, God, just slips my mind. Michael... Um, Michael Buckley. Michael Buckley uh, joining uh, Brian Charman and the uh, Country Racing South Wales will be a, a big boost for country racing. Uh, Michael uh, understands he's he's a people's people. He gets out there and talks to the participants. So it'll be a big bonus for us. I talk to Brian you know, three or four days a week uh, about different matters around the state. and It'll be good to talk to Michael about different matters up in that region. What caught your eye on Saturday, mate, uh, at the races? Obviously, uh, we heard then about Red Resistance. Were you... We mentioned this yesterday on Punters Postmortem. Were you as a, a punter, and I know hindsight's a great thing, but you know we knew that Red Resistance was going to roll forward. Uh, we knew that there was maybe going to be no pressure in the race. Are you surprised there wasn't any movement at all in his price that, that sort of you know trimmed up a little bit? The other horse just seemed to just be ridiculous odds. Yeah, look, it was obviously... It, well, the, the prices of horses, Dave, it was supply and demand market. So you know, the, the, the demand was there for for King's Gambit. I think I mentioned it when I I hosted the trials on Friday in the studio. I think they were Rose Hill trials. And Chris Wall had a horse called trial called Kazoo. Now, Kazoo was ultra impressive. Kieran McAvoy won on the won it, uh, on it at Ramwick on the Kensington track. One by five and a half. The form behind it is very moderate. But you can only beat what's there. But that's also a good guy. King's Gambit's win down in Melbourne was very good. But the form behind King's Gambit was uh, Bathurst form at best, and that's probably no, doing no justice to how strong races are at Bathurst and Orange nowadays. But um, it had every possible on Saturday. Red Resistance is is a quality horse. 
on pace, Kings Gambit, will it improve? Yes. Is the reason at $6? Is it the reason that Tim Ryan and all the boys in the, the, the tab uh, trading room or you know, all go out for lunch and you know, sit down there at either the Flying Fish or Sapper or China Dole and enjoy it? Because you know, punters dive in at the $5 for a, uh, for a Golden Slipper. It may well win the Golden Slipper, but you know, there's certainly prices what you can put on horses and the supply and demand says that it's a five or six dollar market a chance at the moment i think that's very skinny uh the filly she was obviously very very in um impressive um learning you know, to look, fly. yeah learning to fly look there'd obviously been a tip around but um were you as impressed as everyone else with how she went uh, considering you know that uh, she put herself on the speed and bang um you know so, still city sort of loomed up but she she wanted to win that race, didn't she? Well, Steel City had the form, of course, through Red Resistance. Um, that was why I, that's why I was on Steel City. Um, and I, but I knew Steel City had no chance just prior to jump time. My dad and uh, father and I were talking. I think Kenny had seven fifty, and I think I had six fifty, and it was in the three sixty. And I said to myself, "Well, they don't win, Richard." Um, and when it loomed up, I said, "They do today, Richie boy." And as soon as I cheered, learning to fly. And the best part was the last 50 metres. Uh, Gigi had to be impressed. She was ultra impressive. There's no doubt about that. She was very, very good. Um, dominant. Still City was very good in itself. I thought um, uh, Mumbai Muse was good. I thought Cigar Flick was even good. She had to make a real long run. Mumbai um, Muse kind of sat back and then had the last shot. Cigar Flick kind of got going real early and got tired late. Um, I think come the big day, the girls probably may well have the... Um, the wood on the boys again, but uh, yeah, she was um, she was ultra impressive learning to fly. There's no doubt about that. I I thought they had a cold, and she found a way to win, and not just win, but win impressively. She was very good. Comparing the times are a little bit misleading. Um, I think it was a very humid and hot day, and uh, the track was certainly getting quicker. What about uh, Maria Mia? This um, it wasn't even going to be in the race, uh, and then Joe Pride throws her in. Uh, I'm, I bet you he's glad he did. Well, no doubt. Um, and what a clever man uh, Mr. Kelly is. Uh, you know, buying her at the uh, online at English sales. Now she's worth a lot more. But as I said on the Sunday show with Ray and Phil Rothfield, that it, we've got a wonderful uh, jockey, but we've got an incredible talented training bunch uh, in Australia, particularly, I think, in New South Wales. Our trainers just come to the shine and to the floor in, in whether where they ever they are running horses around the world. But it just highlights Joe Pride's ability, and he's done it year in, year out with these tried horses. He reinvigorates them. He gets them going good again. And I remember that horse that um, Michael Rutherford, Jimmy Cassidy, won Vision and Power many years ago when it, you know, it looked done and dust and comes back and wins a George Ryder, a Doncaster. And this mare's win on Saturday was just awesome. It was even better than when it won, you know, the start before, you know, and, Golden Mile will improve, yes, going forward. Um, and when it gets over, you know, 1,400, the mile's probably its peak distance, the mile, Golden Mile. But she was awesome on Saturday. and She beat them by over two and a half. And she just showed that electric turn of foot. Yeah, she's a, she's a quality mare. But it's, and it was a good ride too by Jimmy Clark. But the story of the race was Joe Pride, really. It certainly was. We're chatting with Richard Callender this morning. Another horse too, I want to mention, uh, Spacewalk who you had spoken about after the uh, the last run, and you said, look, don't don't drop off him just yet. And, uh, well, the re- those were rewarded that, that stuck with him and butted up again. Yeah, look, he's, 
he was very good. There's no doubt. But he had 51 and a half on his back. And yes, we, we backed him. Kalino was having its third run at the 1200. And um, the way the race panned out, the Horn Unicorn is probably looking for the paddock. Destination's a, a nice horse. So, look, it was tradesman-like. was very lo- good-like. Uh, I, I don't want to knock him because I, I've got a huge rap on him and, I, and I've liked the horse and, and, and that. But I... I thought he was just okay first up behind uh, Maramia, even though he got held up, but he wouldn't have beat her at gunpoint. And then the other day, he was good. He got the job done, did a lot of things wrong. If he's going to take that next step and go to the big boys, he's got to start doing things right. You know, he's got to drop his head, settle, travel, quicken. Um, he got away with it on Saturday when he had no weight against that next rung of horses down. But if he, he's got to next take the next step up now. He's a quality three-year-old, but it's going to be another step when he takes on some, you know, some top-class sprinters as we head in towards the autumn. What's stirred you up this week, Rich? Nothing, Dave. I'm a happy person. On the phone yesterday, everything all right? Oh, uh, yes, David. That's their private matters. As uh, in my in my uh, work, with I the thought trainer. it might. I was, I was, no, no. I thought it might have been some some fodder for the column, which we'll see this afternoon. Well, I can tell you, Dave, I'm running well behind schedule on uh, my column. I've had other matters to take care of, but uh, it, it'll be there at some stage. I've already had young Jet Hatton. Uh, gun, young, he's a young man you want to keep it on. You know, young Jet Hatton, very good young journalist, Jet. He, oh, of course, he comes from great stock, the Robbins family, um, Punchy and uh, Keith Robbins and all the way down through the family. So he's got a lot of talent, young Jet. But, uh, yeah, he's already pestering me for my column. And I said, young man, Ring me back in about five hours. I said, I've got a few other matters to take care of. So uh, if you're looking for my column early on this afternoon, you'll have to wait that little bit longer because it wasn't. I thought last week's column was a little bit of tongue-in-cheek in part, Dave. My um, my predictions for 2023, What will I, I left it to the, the audience to work out which ones were serious, which ones were hopeful, and which ones were tongue-in-cheek. Obviously, uh, the Friedman brothers ones uh, created a little bit of, uh, of chitter-chatter. Uh, saying that all four Freeman boys were going to get back to the team together and, and Will and Sam were going to join partnerships with young Emma as their business partner. Uh, maybe that was tongue-in-cheek, but uh, there's a few others that are yeah, looking forward to. And I I think the trial yesterday showed Private Eye's trial was very good. Obviously, no distributor. He's the benchmark at the moment. But, uh, geez, I, I like the look of Private Eye if he's trained truly, purely as a sprinter. Yeah, exactly right. Well, mate, we'll let you go and get sorted. Busy day ahead, and we'll chat to you later in the week. Are you around on Friday? Uh, actually, I'm. I was just talking to young Amanda. I'll, I'll be. I'll be at the uh, Kensington meeting at Ramwick. Uh, at Ramwick on Friday. Looking forward to it. Okay. Well, we might get try and get you for the punters panel on Friday morning. That'll be that'll be lovely, David. And I hope everyone has a, a healthy and good week, and back plenty of winners, and everyone stays healthy and safe. Fantastic. Richard Callender there joining us. His article, his column will be out a little bit later on on Racenet. Make sure you check it out, racenet.com.au. It is 9.29.